Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and welcome to Champs at Last, the podcast where you just chat shit about wrestling. As always, I am Andrew, your host, and alongside me is a shirtless Lee. How are you, fella? You good? Warm, obviously. Warm is certainly the word. Yes. Sweaty is another. Clammy. It would have been more difficult to record this last night, to be honest. Because it was a lot warmer last night. It was a lot warmer, and I also didn't have any electricity or internet. It was so warm last night, your power cables essentially melted. Feels like it, yeah. 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 You know it's bad when you're so desperate to watch television, you just go to your dad's house just to watch it. (laughs) To to be honest, I've never been that desperate to, uh, to watch a TV where I would... Um, walk somewhere in this heat uh, to watch a bit of 100-ball cricket. Yep, uh, that was the exact reason why I went. So, it, was a, it was a nice stroll. Just so how how long how long is an innings of 100-ball cricket? It's 100 balls. Yeah, for how long roughly does it take? Oh. Um... Pretend you're talking to someone who doesn't know cricket. About an hour, hour and 15, hour and 10 minutes per inning, so, so it, it, about two and a half hours. Did you see both innings? Did you see both innings? No, I I got there at half seven, so I was pretty much only really watching the chase. Right. So you walked to your dad's, which is, uh, I'm going to try and estimate your walking time here. Sure. I don't know you're going to get angry by whatever. Oh, no, saying. I think it'd be close. Uh, I'll say about 10 minutes. <laughs> that's, 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 that's probably, yeah, it's pushing it. I mean, I mean, you've got a sweat on. you definitely between, got a sweat Yeah, on. it's between 10, 15. Got to, up and down the hill, 10, 15 minutes. Did, did you use a shower and you got no as well? No. <laughs> just like, I'm sweaty. I'm just going to use your shower and then watch. The last five balls in the cricket. Yeah, no, I just, I just, stood in, <laughs> I just stood in front of the fan, you know, it's easy. Just hog the fan. Keep my dad out. I was like, go away, I need the fan. Um, presumably dad was asleep anyway. Oh, I mean, yeah, woke him up walking in, obviously. <laughs> or is it too hot in the seat for him? Uh, I don't know, he didn't, he didn't moan. But it's quite hot, it's quite warm. Um, yeah, yeah, so that, that's, that, that was, uh, that was my interesting day yesterday, while we're now recording tonight instead. Um, it's all for the games. Um, we've watched a lot of wrestling this week. A lot of, I feel like a lot has gone on. Yeah, we've watched a lot of wrestling. There's been a lot of wrestling news. We're going to try and cover most of it. We're inevitably going to miss something. So let's start off with Money in the Bank. Uh, do you want to laugh at Slammiversary first? Because I, I didn't actually uh, yeah, go on, didn't read, Slammiversary didn't really was, watch uh, it. So. was Saturday night. Didn't, didn't really so, have yeah. a chance to, to watch all of it. So, having a little look uh, at the official spreadsheet for league points. Because, you know, that's how sad I was up. Surprisingly, everybody got Kenny Omega going over Sammy Callahan. I mean, so, sorry, Sammy, but, you know. Yeah. Didn't, didn't watch that match, saw some highlights, then watched the 
and a Jay White reveal. Yep. Which looked pretty cool. I actually want to see when they're going with it. If it bleeds over into AEW, where I'm probably going to watch that show every week. It does look um, like the the forbidden door is is open, as they say. Um, I be, I believe that door is kicked wide open now. Just a touch, yes. Uh, so yeah, but interested to kind of see where things are going with that. Um, the fact that every everybody played it safe and thought that Josh Alexander uh, was going to retain. <laughs> I, I didn't. I went Chris yeah, Bay. Yeah, because you just wanted to see Chris Bay win. I'm like, a big Chris. I'm a big Chris Bay, Mark. Yeah, no, 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 and I no, did watch that match, and it was fucking delightful. I would like to go watch that match because I I wasn't sure what an X Division match was from seeing some highlights. I'm like, oh shit, this is a a, a weird variation on ironically Money in the Bank. I, um, I think it's um, right up your alleyway. To be fair, yeah, yeah good shit. Um, so no, it was decent. Um, we definitely all should have more faith in Chris Saban. There's your coupon buster. Yeah. There is your coupon buster. Wins. He he essentially got dominated and then uh, yep. wins death by roll-up just to carry the story on. Fantastic. And yep. I just said, oh, balls, I think I predicted moves. But then you just remembered, so did everybody else. Apart from that one guy was like, I told you, Chris. I was like, no. No, not even I was going, oh, but Chris Sam is going to win, you know. And that's, that's normally your role. Exactly. I know my role, and that is it. Nothing, nothing. You're no. not going to give me anything on, on, on that the reference I was, there. I was going to tell you to shut your mouth, but we're recording the podcast, so it'd be pretty, pretty fun. Call you jabroni. <laughs> do you not make me do an Iron Sheik program? <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was getting you, I was getting you. Oh, Christ. Um, we all went Diana Perazzo, apart from yourself, who thought that there would be a new champ. Admittedly, he did think he was going to be Mickey James. Uh, it turned into Diana Perazzo versus Thunder Rosa, yeah, and it was a retain. With hindsight, I should have gone, uh, yeah, Diana Perazzo should have gone champ retain. But you know, well, when I saw Thunder Rosa appear, I was like, oh, I might actually get the point here. Because, uh, Couple of days later, Mr. Smark here. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Take my points where I can get them, mate. Take my <laughs> points where I can get them. And um, yeah, um, signed with All Elite Wrestling yesterday. I did, and good for good good uh, permanent addition to the women's roster there. Yeah, looking forward to it. Yeah, to be fair. indeed. Uh, the four way tag team. I mean, I don't know why I didn't choose the Good Brothers. If you're going to continue a story, it obviously made sense, so I'm a dumb motherfucker. But at least uh, I won't retain. I didn't go Greg, who went with the Swan and Mac. Hey, come on. Rich <laughs> Swan and Win- Willie Mac were just winning that, are they? Come on. Did me and Sully go good brothers? Yeah, of course. Uh, and you should always be nervous if you pick the same as Sully. Yeah. You know, he'll, he'll get there one day. He'll know the perfect card out of nowhere. It'll be 15 points behind Sonair for it. Yeah, exactly. As, and and it's, it's funny because in two picks time, you'll see where he ruined his own score. Um, I've got, there's no shame in, in him picking Fire and Flavor because you were the only one who just went, eh, I'll go Havoc and Rosemary. There was no logic. You can't say to me <laughs> no, there was logic to your no guess logic. there. 
Uh, but that came in. So there you go. That was a solid point. You should be proud of yourself for that one. That was decent. Uh, then, then Sully decided he thought Eddie Edwards was going to beat W. Morrissey. Like, come on, lad. Come on. Yeah, uh, no one's beating a big cast at the moment. In a exactly, right? Use your brain, lad. Come on. Come on. So he's a dumb motherfucker. Um, and then Greg was the only one who actually believed that Chelsea Green wasn't going to be injured. And her and Matt Cardona were going to win, whereas the rest of us went with the 50-50 bucket and thought we were, you know, going to go again. Yeah. Um, that was on me. I, I believe the internet news that I read. Never believe everything you read on the internet, Andrew. Sure, sure. Even though but most of our conversations in the group this week have definitely revolved around internet news. And uh, and a lot of internet rumours and conjecture. Yeah. <laughs> Some of which is, is likely to be unfounded. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so by all accounts, looks look decent. Looks a decent cards, um, highlights, and everyone's talked about it. Um, look good, so fair play to Impacts. They went all out for that anniversary show, and I think they pulled it off. Yeah, good decent. shoot. Decent. So moving on to Money in the Bank, WWE have, have then got to step up and, and keep the weekend going. Yeah. And oh. I would like to say oh, I actually quite enjoyed the card. I thought they delivered massively. Considering how the product has gone of late, yes, I still think that Raw is utter dog shit and we will get to further we'll, news we'll about later. We'll get to Raw in a, in a bit. Um, but... Otherwise, no, I, I think everything kind of went sort of as it, as expected. Um, no surprises really with Big E winning, if I'm honest. Uh, I think I had the book that in my head. Yeah. I, yeah, I think, probably did. I think it was plain to see that Big E was a favourite. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I thought it would have been too obvious. So then... I'll book myself, which to be honest is normally Greg's trick. Yeah, it truly is, yeah. You wait till he plays fancy football. Yeah. But um, no, I've already wrote a story for Big E. I put it in the room the other day, do you remember? We'll get to that when we talk about Raw. Sure. And uh, I'm not 100% sure about Nicky Cross winning it, to be fair. Okay, I'm, I'm, I am going to go straight to um, the Charlotte versus Rhea match. There was only one person across across the two leagues who did predict a Charlotte win. Uh, the rest of us did go Rhea Ripley. With hindsight, um, we should have realised it was a Sunday. It was a pay-per-view. Charlotte was probably winning. Even um, though... Um, the amount of title range she's had has changed three times in the past five days. So it was 14, it got changed to 13, and now it's 11. Figure that, figure that one out. That's some dumb shit. Um, so, 
yeah, I mean, you're, you're not going to believe me, but I was sort of thinking, Charlotte, but you were so confident when we were running through that oh, card, and you honestly. just go, that one, move on. So I was going, well, I don't know, like it, twat now. Like, yeah, okay, I'll, I'll uh, believe you. That's a honestly, real, you know? I'd have put that down as a banker. Um, and then kind of what then transpired, obviously, on Raw afterwards. So Nikki Cross goes on uh, and wins Money in the Bank. Um, no necessary problems with that. I mean, I, I, only because I I couldn't really book anything with, with with those women that were in there. I I couldn't see anything long term of going. Yeah, maybe could do this, maybe that. Yeah. Like I said, with, with, with Bailey being out, Bailey was the only one where I'm like, yeah, stricken there. You can work something out later. Her doing the ding dong, hello for a few months, yeah. brilliant, whatever. Is it that when I could have brought Banks back in and? Maybe, that yeah. Done a similar sort of story. Um, so, kind of what was there, like, like I said, I, I was trying to go with the internet's darling Liv Morgan. You know, I thought, ah, maybe, you know. No, it, well, it, it, it seemed the right choice if they were going to push someone lower down and yeah. how they did with Carmelo that first well, time. I touched you on the, on the Sunday night when I was clicking through Twitter. Going, I think you've actually got this in the bag. I, I think you missed a trick on with Morgan. Because the whole momentum with like fan votes and everything, yep. regarding the women's money in the bank, was all live, 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 live. However, the, unlike Big E, this one was too obvious. You know, Big, uh, you know, WE aren't actually going to give us things that we want. You should know this by now. Yeah. Um, so instead, they tease it by her obviously being there first before. Everybody joins. They're all on the ladders. Yeah. Nikki Cross goes up. Hooray! Yeah, she's won it. So, except, you know, I wasn't disappointed that she won it. I wasn't excited um, that she won it. I was like, yeah, cool. All right, we'll I, see I've where got, the shit goes. I've got one thing to point out about the women's money in the back match. Go for it. Um, Alexa Bliss had magical powers. Yeah. She hypnotized Selena Vega. Yeah. My my key question here, Andrew, is. And yes, I'm applying logic to wrestling. No, go on. Um, why didn't she use that on all the other fuckers? <laughs> I, 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 honestly, I think it's because you can only suspend your disbelief so far, you know. <laughs> and 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 I'm 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 honestly not going to make jokes, but I I think they did somehow manage to make that work when when she was first there because everyone's going, yeah. well, she's got those magical powers, she's douchey. Why doesn't she, she just make the thing drop herself? She gets yeah, it yeah. like five minutes. And, honest, and they teased that, and that was great. They stopped I thought doing that was going to be in the final star. The final well, star. Yeah, yeah, they could have done that. Um, I, I was nervous when they buried her under all the ladder thinking, oh, yeah. she's definitely going to win here laugh. because they're going to like appear somewhere else. Now, it didn't make me laugh because they botched the camera spot. So now so they put all the ladders on her, but they moved back a bit too quick, and she was already out to the side, and you could quite easy to see it. Jesus Christ. What are you getting Um so and and then yeah when she hypnotized Selena to make her walk back down, I was thinking, you know what? That's actually quite good. I, I like yeah. that what they've done there. It's an, an interesting way to, to stop someone just walking up a ladder. Because there's only so many ways you can believe that someone's not going to just walk up a ladder. Um so you know I, I think they kind of worked it okay and then like you know they did write her out a bit and stuff. Folks, I, I said to you in the week, 
the way I would have done it, the, the way things then turned out on Raw, where obviously Charlotte's won, but you know, it's it's the Raw straight after a pay-per-view. So, of course, all we're going to get are rematches. Hooray! Because we've not just seen this less than 24 hours ago. Let's do it all in again. Fairness, in fairness, even the new matches are somewhat as Charlotte on Raw. Mate, I know. Um, so, you know, we, we, we get this rematch and, um, you know, obviously Rhea's all battered and everything. Charlotte's all battered. And it's like, are you sure you really want to have this match? You know, destroyed your knee. Uh, yeah. and that's why you tapped out and all that bollocks. For then Nikki Cross to come out and, you know, hit one crossbody or whatever it was, yeah. remember, and, then, and then pin it. Like, why not just do this on the night? They could have done it on the night. Yeah, yeah. They could have had Rhea retain, but her knee's obviously banged up because Charlotte's kicked the shit out of her and yeah. done all heel shit. She's gone off in her huff, probably attacked her again after the belt. Uh, yeah, yeah. you know walked Literally, off yeah. and then Nikki Cross runs out wins it and we're like oh shit alright cool yeah. Um, but no they have to give Charlotte another title reign for literally no reason yeah. absolutely what, no reason what I will say is I think I've put this in the group everything barring the results I really enjoyed that match oh banger of a match mate absolutely banger they absolutely delivered I I know really wasn't expecting it, but fuck me, they pulled it out of the bag. It was one of my favourite matches on the card. Yeah, I I wasn't interested really in it before. I was like, oh, here we go again. We're going to have another match of this already. Yeah, it was sure. one of those where, like, the first couple of minutes, I was like looking at my phone. Yeah. And then as it slowly picked up, I was just watching it. I, I was just watching it. I was yeah. like, this, this is good thinking that Rear would retain. It'd be like. Great, we can end this story. We can, we can move on. on. Yes, exactly. But and no, then, of course not. Honestly, when they said like we're going to do a rematch on Raw, I was like, why well, ruin such a good thing that you did last night? Insane, absolutely insane. Um, so yeah, but you know, Nicky's champ. Let's see what the fuck happens there. Yeah, uh, I think we need to talk about Edge versus Roman Reigns. Uh, we do because we can already say that obviously AJ and Omos retained yeah. and they're retained again on Monday. I, I almost looked the beast as well. Yeah, decent. Doing all right. Um, Bob Lash beating Kofi. Destroying him. Yeah. Fine. Destroying him. I was following that booking. Made yeah, sense. Because it definitely leads on for later on. Yeah. Booking. Um, and then, yeah, Roman versus Edge. Oh, it. Good match. I do really like the uh, the cross face with the bit in the broken chair. Okay. Apparently, it was uh, Jay Uso's idea he couldn't win the move. Wow. So, not not only is, a, is he a right-hand man, he's what also a creative Uso? genius. Yeah, he is, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, neat entire main event. Not going to lie as well, Andrew. Soon as soon as music hit, I marked the fuck out. Yeah, that was some good shit. The, the entire crowd marked out. It was sort of where, oh shit, we're meant to be cool and booing. But no, they still continued to mark out. Yeah, screw it. Screw it, man. First time anyone's seen live wrestling that's just, that's just mark out, man. And, uh, yeah, I, I did really like the fact that he didn't actually 
get into any fisticuffs with Roman Reigns. Didn't even say anything. No, didn't even say anything. And that that made it more intriguing. In what can only be described as probably going to be a very epic SummerSlam main event. Yeah, and I'm down for it. Yeah. I'm 100% all in on this one. You're not allowed to say all in. Different play for you, mate. Ah, shit, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, really enjoyed Money in the Bank. We're going to have to talk about Raw now, Andrew. Sure. Um, um, Raw can go fuck itself. <laughs> very, very odd show. Considering the same writers also write SmackDown. They can't. That can't <laughs> be true. <laughs> can't be. Um, yeah. Um, I yeah. actually, bloody John Cena made me watch Raw. Yeah, the thing is, I was like, why are you going Was he announced for being on Raw? I think so. Cause I, 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 I do remember reading something that he was going to be on. Because I didn't see that. I was just like... Because I saw you and Greg talking about it in a group, and I was like, but he showed up in Roman's bit, so that's going to be SmackDown? Well, yeah, because I, I, I take saying, oh, why, why is he going to... Shouldn't he be on SmackDown? And he's like, oh, it's a free agent, isn't he? He's like, Fucking wild card rule bollocks. <laughs> um, but yeah, so he, he ends up just turn up on, on Raw. Um, I like the fact he was on there. I mean, it's a good opening. I enjoyed his little bit of riddle. Bro. Not my favourite comedy sketch in a week, comedy bit in a week, though. That was outmustered by AEW, but we'll get to that in a bit. Oh, dear Lord, yes, definitely that. Definitely and, uh, that. But if we go back to Raw, there's many, many things that stick out. Uh, and they finally uh, split Reginald from Nia Jackson and Shayna Baszler. Cool, fine. Then he just immediately no. goes into the 20 no, 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 no. I'll tell you what, because I was there and I was going, yes, yes, Shayna, yes, yes, Shayna, yes. Yeah. Oh, fuck's sake! Why? No, no, we don't. No, I don't. I don't give a shit. You can hug him. You can. I can give a shit. Don't you headbutt him? Going, ah, you can. No. Just break this partnership. The partnership I didn't want to break was Red. I I couldn't give a shit about him. Couldn't give a shit about him. That isn't the partnership I wanted to be broken anyway. Couldn't give a shit about him. He's, he's one of the most caring individuals on the roster. Couldn't give a shit about that's him. That's literally what Jimmy Smith said on the commentary. Like, very caring. Oh, yeah. <laughs> shit about what Jimmy Smith says. Um, uh, I don't mind him, to be fair. It's raw. They're going to go fuck themselves. Uh, <laughs> and then... So it still looks like we're going to have Shayna and Nia for a bit. Yeah, like, yeah. Um, then the return of Keith Lee, which was a positive. It was you, you, a positive you, 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 to begin you, you, with. Yeah, you mean you mean the return of who? Who's this? Who, who? Yeah. Oh, um, oh, you're showing the stage. Oh, okay, that's Keith Lee, isn't it? Yeah. Um, Never heard that music before in my life. I miss his NXT music because it was you knew who it was instantaneously. Is that that's why no, honestly no. I hadn't got a clue who it was. Not some generic like blah. And you're like, well, the stage is kind of green. Green was Keith Lee's sort of colour. And you're like, is it Keith Lee? Then, it, then 
you saw a silhouette and went, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, okay, that's him. I mean, the people um, in the crowd could obviously look at the stage, yeah, but yeah. they didn't even show it for us. I was like, yeah, I don't um, know who this is. Good job, now Kevin did. Well done. Well, exactly. You know, they changed his music about a month into him being on the roster, yeah, yeah. and then he disappeared for yeah. almost a year. So, how are we supposed to remember what his fucking music was? Easy. And then, um, all the momentum of him appearing, because I was like, oh, this will be cool. I'll give him a nice, strong showing, easing back in. Um, he essentially just jobs out to Bob Lash. Um, and I was like, oh, that's, that's Keith Lee done for a bit. Yeah, because I was, I, I, I was surprised that he interrupted Bob yeah. Lash. What, why didn't they just do a Goldberg bit then? And then just not having them wrestle because Bobby Lashley was just fucking scared. Yeah, no, instead some bullshit. Um, uh, obviously, you get the delightful Bill Goldberg. You only have to say one, maybe two sentences. He's He's got to eat some um, some dry ice first. He's got to chomp his way through the, that dry ice first, isn't it? Um. I really hate to say this about a legend, but he's definitely outstayed. He's fucking welcome. I mean, fair play to him for taking the money that was on offer. I mean, I wouldn't turn it down if I was him. Of course you wouldn't. But Lee, he can also go fuck himself. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Jesus Christ. Uh, on a slightly positive note, before we get to the most negative note on Raw, um, John Morrison's fucking over. Like, he should be like, like a baby face. <laughs> I I I reckon you could turn him and his face. The scene I've tried turning his face before, and it's always gonna be cheap. Yeah, it, it'll work for a bit, just because it'll be like an injury comeback. Yeah, yeah. Face bit, so he'll get that initial bump, um, and then Morrison will be like. You know, he'll do something bad to Morrison at all, but like, no, nah, fuck you, and he'll fight, and, you know, and they can assume that normal, normal order. Um, yeah, so no, I, I, I like John Morrison. Um, I think they could be Morrison versus Ricochet too many times. That's that's um, me, main GMO yeah. going, oh, we still got two thumbs up on the rivalry. <laughs> oh, they're still, they're still giving it at least three stars. Oh, I'm going to put this on. Uh, you know, that's me, that's yeah. me milking it for all its work. In reality, no, it doesn't actually work. No, out. no, no one wants to see that. <laughs> no one wants to see that three fucking weeks in a row. Um, uh, then finally, we get a lovely debut of Carrion Cross. The only way it could have been worse is that it changed his name and they called him up. You know, and done the whole uh, piping even do drop. Who is this? This isn't canon bollocks. That's, <laughs> I swear, that's the only way the segment could have gone worse for it. Honestly, I would have rather they done that and then completely ignored it on NXT. <laughs> and then just go, fine, if you're not going to acknowledge this, we're not going to acknowledge you. Yeah, fine. yeah. Because I'm not going to lie. When He's going to pull double duty. He's going to work both shows, two different characters. When I watched him on NXT, I was like, Character's kind of dead for me now. I'm like, nah, sir. Joe's going to kill you. I was like, okay, Jeff Hardy got his call entrance back and good for him. Yeah, but he then, wasn't already but in the then, ring. But then he beat someone who has been undefeated since he debuted in NXT. So therefore, um, the real writers have 
just destroyed NXT by making everyone look weak as fuck, including Finn Balor twice, who was now just recently re-debuted on, thank God, SmackDown. Yeah, I just, I don't understand any of the decision making there. Jeff Jeff Hardy, arguably the biggest face they have on the show. Yeah. Say no, I don't like Kofi and, you know. Yeah, yeah. But But, it's it's Jeff Hardy, yeah. Jeff could have took a loss as a sympathetic face. Essentially, how they debuted Brock Lesnar back in 2002. Well, basically. There you go, there's a nice callback to my story. Yes, indeed. Essentially, what Jeff has been doing, like, for the past two years. Yeah. Just um, just randomly losing, but never losing momentum, because he's Jeff Hardy. And also, um, what really really annoyed me, I was already annoyed at this point anyway, as you can tell. Um, Jeff Hardy won by using a heel tactic of the foot on a rope. As soon as I text you going, I don't understand this. The biggest face I've got on the roster has just beaten a monster on NXT by using what they called a veteran move because yeah. he's not a heel. So a veteran move of putting both feet on the fucking rope for a roll of miles. I was, yeah, I was hot, man. I was hot that day. I was some bollocks, I was. I would have rather Cross got angry through the referee. He didn't call a DQ because he was out. Jeff managed to get a chair, hit him, then got a quick yeah. swanton bomb. And there's your three. Yeah. If they're gonna do that, personally, I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have even gone anywhere near that. I'd have had Kieran Cross just destroy him and move on. Yeah, because everyone would have gone. Oh my god, he just destroyed the legend that he's Jeff yeah. Hardy. There you go. Rocks itself. Yeah. It's, it's... And I'm not gonna lie. It it took the shine off NXT for me when I was watching it back Wednesday. I was like, uh, it it kind of feels like a C show now. Like, there was, there was some positives, don't get me wrong. Uh, and the whole Swerve, um, Santa Swerve, Escobar, uh, Legado, great shit. LA Knight and Cameron Grimes, still beautiful stuff. Um, that's, that's still good city bollocks. Yeah. Um, and to be fair, if you, you know, if you want to kick Steph, kiss Dexter Lee, you can kiss him. Got no problems with him, mate. If you want to kiss Dexter, let him. Then the key sector. I, I, I laughed that, out loud at that. Thanks, mate. It's honestly, but I, I laughed so hard. I shouldn't have done, but I genuinely just No, it's real. To be honest, because I wasn't expecting that line, and I was like, nah, that's pretty funny. Yeah, she sold it really um, well. The only also, thing I don't like is, are they splitting them up? Don't split them up, man. Like, Austin, yeah, like, back, I think man. they're going to split them up by the looks of it. Uh, it looks like Austin Theory is going to be heel. Gagano's going full face by the looks of it. I think they need they need some and, more faces uh, on there. And for some reason, um Carlo Riley now has flashbacks when anyone touches stairs. I Yeah. I just don't get Carlo Riley the bit. And uh the main event obviously like fell a bit flat due to a potential injury. Oh, it's broken ribs there for sure, at least. Apparently not. Very windy. She got lucky. I thought it looked rough. Oh, it, it, it looked painful as fuck. Yep, yep. But, um, um yeah, it got, it got mainly positive reviews on the internet, but I was, I was very middle in the road with it. Uh, 
I, I, I would agree. It's I, like, I wasn't exactly raving to you saying this happened next to you. It's like, I watched the Samoa Joe segment live at the start of the show because, you know, it was hot as balls and I was awake. And then I was going to, like, carry on watching a little bit of it. And then Diamond Mine appeared and I went, oh, no, I've suddenly gone tired. You see a good lot of a Randy Orton match. Yeah, you never want it on first. Because you know you're not getting through it. <laughs> so yeah, that's uh, that's NXT wrapped up. Yep. The Dubs. AW, AW Fighter Fest Night 2. Nowhere near as good as Night 1. Yes, but I enjoyed Night 2. Well. I did, yeah. I mean, it's, I, it's, it's I still a good it, product and things like that. I enjoyed but. it more than NXT this week. Yeah, I'd say about the same. And to be honest, I have done for the past two weeks. I'd say about the same. I, was, I, I genuinely wasn't really feeling AW this week. I don't know. It, well, it, I, think it, it I think it would have been better if it had done night one and night two sort of straight after each other, so like a Wednesday, Thursday night. Yeah, yeah. With it being over two weeks, yeah. like, it doesn't really feel like night two, does it? <laughs> It's a week later, nineteen. Yeah, um, it was a it was a good open. Feeling. It was a good open, and also the added bonus of MJF on commentary. Oh, it, that it was just kept hilarious. making me laugh constantly throughout it. Taking the piss yeah. out of um, Jim Ross's color <laughs> like, yeah. this is good shit, man. Tony, oh Tony, got an absolute ribby. Yeah, but. Tony can take the shit, and that's what I quite like about him. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, he just basically turned around and goes, yeah, but you're a cunt, so. <laughs> Pretty much. He goes, oh, when the fans start chanting rat, and that's for you. I was like, well, <laughs> well like, done. Oh, all right, Tony, all right. Christ. Um, I mean, Nick, uh, yes, no. Yeah, 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 you're right. Stupid Brian Cage, Christian Cage, whose names are what? Yes. I, really, I really hope I start a faction with them all. Don't. I will have to stop watching it. I, I, just, I, I, I can't acknowledge that show if they do it. I'll be so confused. Uh, but yeah, as soon as that happened, I was like, Chris, you fucked. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not going to lie. As soon as, because I caught it on Twitter after you kind of alluded to, because I thought Chris got injured in the ring with a, Aaron chair shot when you hit Joko. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I was like, oh, Spears has done it again. He's done it again. <laughs> oh, yeah. No. Nope. And, uh, and then I was watching it and I was like, it, he's, he, he's alluding to Nick Gage here. I was like, oh my, they're, they're going to put him on live television with, yeah. with a man who's known to go into business for himself. Look yeah. at the David Arquette match. Yeah. Against one of the biggest stars. Who Ever. is, who's also bringing back, in my eyes, his worst fucking gimmick. Huh. I fucking hate the pain maker gimmick. It's, uh, he looks like a kiss tribute act gone fucking wrong. Well, it's for one week only in it, so. Yeah. I sincerely fucking hope so. But I would like to point out that I hope he brings back Another gimmick from the week after. I hope like that can be his bit leading into the. I, I presume the MJF fight up all out. Oh, I think he's getting through all five labors. Yeah, yeah, do you? yeah. Oh, do you uh... really? You think there's going to be a payoff at the end? He's going to make it through all five. Oh, 
with your sure, your surely. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> and um, AW was home to my favourite comedy bit, maybe this year because Jesus Christ, it did make me laugh. In, 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 in fairness, in a match that we didn't really need in any way. No, didn't need it. The match was okay in itself, but not not short, maybe 15 seconds, if not. It made my fucking day watching it. I was like, this is brilliant. <laughs> because one, if it was WWE, for example, Sting wouldn't be going anywhere near that character. If it, if it was WWE, they, they would have had, you know, Sting slip on something. Yeah. And then, then they'd have milked that. Whereas this felt organic. Yeah, I did enjoy uh, Darby Allen also looking over Connor's going, The fuck are you? What the, what the fuck's going on? I had to jump through a coffin last week. Well, <laughs> they had to. I decided to jump through a coffin last week. <laughs> And now I'm having to have another match this week, which I thought was, you know, a bit yeah. a bit mean. Uh, but it gave us th- that glorious spot of, of Sting and, and the, the Juice uh, in the road. Uh, having a little kick match, you know. It was just a Sting, like, beating his chest after. Oh, but slowly. So, I was yeah. like, oh, that was fucking brilliant. Yeah. I watched that bit so many times. Sent it to non-wrestling fans going, this is why I watch wrestling. <laughs> Can find a good laugh out of it. Um, but, uh, and then there's the the Texas Death Match. I I enjoyed it. Yeah, it was good. So, uh, it it was fucking brutal. Um, I, I didn't necessarily realise there were that many rules to it. You know I didn't I mean? realise it was essentially a last man standing match. Yeah, you can only win by knockout or submission. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that, but all, all around good shit. Uh, I'll, I'll probably watch it again next week. Now, this is probably the most consistent that I've I've watched. AEW. Yeah, well, you've got um, the um, you've got the five on five elimination match next yes, week. Yes, fight the fallen. Yeah. So and I'll, then uh, you've obviously got the uh, Jericho Gage. Yeah, it's, it's you know it's got reasons for me to to continue to watch it next week. And then even funny the week after, which is the AW Homecoming. Mm-hmm. Uh, now you've got Malachi Black versus Cody Rhodes. Yeah, it's not bad. And I was like, Phew. and then you've got the added rumors slash confirmed news, pretty much. Debriser of Debriser now, and then uh, it came out last night that CM Punk's basically a done deal. So the rumors go, yeah. So um. They're riding a very hot train at the moment. And uh, also, they did a very good rating. The third highest in in uh, Impact's history. Impact could only dream of such things. Uh, in Dynamite history. And they're all one show now. Let me get away with that one. Yeah, true. Yeah. <laughs> it's all a lot of love apart from WWE. Uh, I, I'm sure Impact would be happy for you to think it was their show at times. <laughs> Um, so also, yeah, so, I guess a rare mention on our podcast two weeks in a row. It does, fair play to All the guy do now is do some more shit for us. <laughs> yes, Kiefer said the same, please. <laughs> uh, right, well, in that case, that now brings us to 
our main event of the evening. If you made me watch King of the Ring 1993, we went into this, in fairness, with all bad intentions, I feel. We were going, ha, I'm going to make him watch King of the Ring 93. Ha, ha, ha. This will be a laugh. I oh. bet this is shit. Well, Mate, to be honest, Andrew. Spoiler alert. We've both gone. I didn't hate that. Um, it was all based off one of our listeners uh, saying, can you review King of the Ring 93? And I said, yeah, I'll see what we can do after our ending of story arc. Obviously, we got a bit sidetracked. Um, we ended up watching it this past week. Um, yeah, there's, there's some good stuff to talk about. There's some bad stuff to talk about. But there's stuff to talk about, which is good. So, Indeed. Uh, Andrew, what you got for me? Uh, my first question is, Lee, did you happen to catch... Um, the 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 location for this King of the Ring uh, in 1993. It, it was in America's Heartland, which I believe was Dayton, Ohio. But I don't actually you know the name. You're almost correct. You're almost correct. It is Dayton, Ohio. Yeah, but it's actually the heartland of America. Yeah, not America's Heartland. It's the want, heartland of America. Do you want to know why they kept saying that? Well, I assume it's because it's a, a fact. It's because um, back in uh, 1993, Dayton, Ohio was classed as a sea market for um, for WWF. So they tried to not refer to it. So they were using like America's Heartland and all that sort of stuff. Just about. It was classed as a what? It was classed as a sea market. So you obviously have your A market where you put all your top stars. Your B market where you send like your IC champ at a time. And so, your, but so basically, your C market where you send so A where you send them to New York, B yeah. you send them to Philly, yeah, and then C you send them to yeah, Ireland yeah. America, yeah, 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 now sort of vibe. But because they were so embarrassed that they couldn't think they could draw anywhere else, because times were tough in June '93, Andrew. It didn't look like a big arena. I'll give them that. And um, yeah. Gave them a decent show though. Fair play to them. Fair play oh. to the people of Dana High. Uh, on the commentary team, we were gifted Jim Ross. Very young a, Jim Ross. That was a very high pitched voice. I'm not sure he'd been through puberty when he was doing some of the matches, if I'm honest. Did notice he had a very high pitched voice throughout the, yeah. uh, throughout the matches. Um, no, a man who definitely he... doesn't have a high pitched voice, and that would be Mr. Macho <laughs> Man Randy Zerich. Yeah, to be honest, I was watching quite a low, low volume because it was late at night. And, uh, he was the only voice I could make out clearly throughout the show. Because he was <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then Bobby the Brain, um, Heenan. Well, I've just realised my predictive text has changed that to Herman. And that's maybe like. <laughs> <laughs> uh, good shit. Um, so yeah, a nice, refreshing conference team. Bobby the brain is a right bastard. We'll get we'll, we'll get into that later on. Oh, uh, but he does some good shit now. Oh no, but that's but he he's he's obviously the he's the the heel of the commentary team. Yeah. So I enjoy him being a bastard. Uh, right. The first thing I'm going to do, Lee, is as this is King of the Ring, I'm going to discuss card with you with the the, the bracket. Okay. I did, I did take a picture of said bracket. 
So at this stage, we are already into the quarterfinals. I'm not sure if there were previous qualifying rounds before this. Um, they did seem to allude to something may have happened for you to be entered into the competition. Loosely, I think. Yeah. You know, it's, it, it was obviously wrestling booking where someone oh, yeah. had to qualify, but someone Yeah, someone yeah standard, standard. There probably wasn't an official first round. Yeah. Uh, however, for this evening, the quarterfinals are as thusly. Bret Hart versus Reza Ramon. Yeah. Mr. Perfect versus Mr. Hughes. Battle of the Misters. Yeah. <laughs> Hacksaw Jim Duggan versus yeah. Bam Bam Bigelow. Yeah. Uh, Tanker versus Lex Luger. Yeah. So, yeah, I'll, I'll paper, fair enough. Um, finals, a, a nice mix of matches, you know, to be fair. A bit of everything. And a bit of nothing all at the same time. Definitely a bit of nothing at times. Uh, first match on the card is a quarterfinal match. It is Razor Ramona versus Bret Hart. So they're coming out hot. Yeah. They are coming out hot. Uh, I really enjoyed that Razor Ramon threw his toothpick in the direction of the child that Bret had given his glasses to. Yeah, yeah. That Feel made me laugh. That was like, fair play, um, You've waited till he's walked all the way around the ring. He's chosen his... He's uh, his child who wants to give his glasses to, and Rez is like, Yeah, you're a prick kid. Boom, have that. I'll go, ha, 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 ha. Just going to point out that um, it was mentioned that Bret Hart was the number one seed. I didn't, I didn't notice that. Uh, they mentioned that, um, but then they decide to give him the toughest match. Because <laughs> uh, by this point was, a, was maybe a two time YC champ. Okay. Who, who, in my eyes, would have been the number two seed. It would have been technical here. So, Bret Hart should have been against the eighth seed, being, you know, top versus bottom. So, he should have gone against all, all, all some, I'm saying someone is, else it, it, of it, lesser the, quality. The bracket was definitely top heavy. Yeah. Well, apart from maybe Lex Luger, I guess. But the fact that he's in a bracket with Razor Ramon and Mr. Perfect. Yeah. You know, it seemed a bit harsh. Uh, but yeah, I was just like, why make him number one seed and then give him the toughest route to the final? I was like... That's yeah, it's things with Bamboo, you know? Yeah. But to be honest, I, I like the match. It's a good opening. Oh, but, <laughs> for me, obviously, you know, it's 93, so I ain't watching this shit. I've not really watched it before, but the fact I know both of these gentlemen yeah, it, Despite it, the fact I imagine of, it the, of the joke of, you know, Bret Hart who. Yeah. Um, I imagine it eased you in. Yeah, yeah. So well. I, I, I was happy that this was the first match. I was like, yeah, it's cool. I, I know these guys. I laughed that Mike Chioda was refing with his marvellous mother. Oh, and that, he was still in 1987, that lad was. Oh, it was glorious that mother was. Absolutely glorious. Um, so it was a good, good match. But then it basically ended with Brett countering a suplex with a cross yeah. body and lateral press. I was like, what the fuck is this? I was like, oh. Uh, right. I think they just wanted to show um, that um, Razor had the power game, but Brett was smarter. So it still kept Razor looking strong. Sure, but nah, not for me. 
but yeah, I, I enjoyed it. It showed off both. Bret Hart is very, very good in the ring. It's been a while since I watched any of his matches, to be fair. Uh, and this was a great pay-per-view to showcase even matches anyway. Whoa, so like, whoa, 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 spoiler. Spoiler, eh? Yeah. Spoilers, and we, we're saying he's going deep into the tournament. Okay. Just my prediction. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't say anything. We're, we know he's got a second match. <laughs> True. Because you just said he won. True. And not everybody gets a second match. Nope. Um, uh, from here, we cut to superstars. And it is a hard cut to superstars. So, in fact, yeah. I was thinking, have the network fuck this up? And and this has just gone to superstars. Do you know what I mean? Like the recordings yeah, yeah, yeah. off, and they've just they've gone to superstars. I mean, oh, what the hell's this? I wanted to go watch '93. Like, oh, <laughs> how am I going to watch this now? Uh, no, no, no. It was superstars, and it was the Undertaker. Fuck me, getting distracted. Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, he was getting distracted by Giant Gonzalez. Yeah. So the fact he was too preoccupied. With trying an eight to beat foot up, man. Yes, trying to beat up an eight foot man in a full body suit with <laughs> fake fur. Oh, did he have the fur on there? Because uh, they got rid of the possibly. fur. It looked like he did. Yeah. Um, yes, a man known as Giant Gonzalez. Also, so a man called Mr. Hughes could steal the urn from Paul Bearer. <laughs> And then strike the Undertaker with it. In fairness, um, yeah, you know, you're always going to believe that Mister Hughes is going to beat up Paul Bearer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Of everything that we're going to say this evening, you are rightly the one thing that I would definitely take away. I would never have to suspend disbelief for is Mister Hughes will be able to beat up Paul Bearer. Yeah, you are correct. So, um, yeah, this also kept the Undertaker off the card. Uh, because he was, because he was selling the injuries of Mister Hughes, and they could have probably done with him in the uh, in the King of the Ring. Lee, um, who is Mister Hughes? Like, just right, who is okay. Mister Hughes, man? I uh, because nothing they showed me. So, Mister Hughes, never seen the man before, uh, and you won't see him again. If you carry on watching, WWF afterwards. Fuck is Mister Hughes? I. He, I don't think he gets a blow off match in The Undertaker. I don't think he's he certainly, he's, he's certainly not one of the uh, people that loses to him at WrestleMania, is he? No. Um, so, Mr. Hughes essentially did the bodyguard role of playing the big lad. And he, he's got he's got a good mean face, I'll give him that. Just a surly motherfucker. Um. They used him here, and then he like bounced around various promotions, and then Chris he got brought back with Chris Jericho in like ninety nine two thousand, which lasted. I'm gonna say two weeks. I've been intrigued then, in seeing those two weeks. <laughs> and then Jericho just went, "Nah, he's got to go. He's an arsehole. So uh, yeah, Mister uses WWF career. Probably lasted a combined total of six weeks, spanning over seven years. So you're telling me that you could suggest 
that Al Wilson had a longer career. Al Wilson was definitely more over than Mr. Hughes was. Heel or face? Yes, he was. Hey, in fairness, he was only heel when he, you know, didn't let us watch his daughter fuck his mistress. (laughs) 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 Oh, Christ. Um, But yeah, going to the match. Somehow, this led to Mr. Hughes being in the tournament and he was up against Mr. Perfect, I assume. Yeah. Because it was Mr. and Mr. So, like, that'll be interesting. Let's put them against each other. Right. Yeah. So, it's actually you know, t- two adult men wrestling each other. That's all it was. Yeah. Two gentlemen with their um, actual names. Mr. Hughes was already in the ring, which made me laugh. <laughs> oh, he's um, winning then. He's winning. Already in the fucking yeah. ring. Mr. Perfect's music was a real nostalgia kick for me. Some good shit, that is. I think we're down what you think about it, Andrew. That was some good shit. Uh, my note is Henning is over. That boy is over. I don't yeah. know if it's just because he was against Mr. Hughes, but. <laughs> <laughs> well, one of the rare times he was he wrestling was as a baby that. face as well. Um, but yeah, Perfect was like wrestling a, a broom, essentially, a big fat limited <laughs> broom. <laughs> um, and then I was like, what the fuck is this brain scan shit? The bloody, oh. Bobby, Bobby Brain brings this out. Like, what the bloody hell's this? I love to know. Drawing shit lines on the skin didn't even mean anything. Because <laughs> one, he had a good name. I enjoyed the brain. Yeah, that, that was funny. decent. And it was obviously a fan like John Madden. But it was fucking awful. <laughs> <laughs> but it was a dog shit element. <laughs> of the image, you know. Because everyone just kept moving. So if he was drawing stuff, they'd move. <laughs> so what is this? So bad. Um, but he, Earl Hebner's back. And I have thoughts on him later. Okay. Because, yeah, I've got I've got long term booking ideas from Earl Hebner. Jesus I'm thinking Christ! Thinking about things here. Um, Sloppy so, match. Did so, yeah. finish? Fuck off! I presume they wanted to keep Mr. Hughes looking strong for the Undertaker. That's a bollocks, man. I was looking at it going, just any bloody win on purpose. And I like that they they went in between to ask Brett who he wanted to win. And he goes, well, I don't want to wrestle with Mr. Hughes because he's shit. So I'd probably, I'd probably rather wrestle uh, Mr. Perfect because, you know, I want to have a wrestling match. Those are his actual words when he goes, yeah, I'd, I'd, rather, watch, uh, I'd rather wrestle Mr. Perfect because um, I, I, I like that he can wrestle. And I just laughed and went, to be honest, so do I, Brett. So do I. <laughs> I have no desire to see Mr. Hughes wrestle for a second time. Also, uh, who's believing Mr. Hughes could wrestle three times in one night? Fuck off. Oh, God. So that was awful. God, uh, at least it did mean that we was going to lead to uh, Mr. Perfect versus Brett so I didn't mind. Uh, then we go to uh, Mr. Fuji. Yep. Right, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you a quick question here, Andrew. Got? Did you understand a word in Mr. Fuji's promo? You know what I did? Oh, good, because I fucking didn't. Ah, uh, no, no, it wasn't that bad. Don't get me wrong, I love Fuji. Great character. I uh, I bet he's a prankster backstage as well. Oh, he looks like a right little rascal. Uh, I understood him a lot more than I did uh, SmackDown's number one announcer Funaki. For fuck's sake! Uh, you leave Funaki alone. Oh, God bless the man, but you never understand the word he says. 
but yeah, Fuji, all, all I sort of wrote down was, um, oh yeah, he definitely says Bret Hart rather than Hulk Hogan. Huh. So if yeah. you go back and watch it again, he definitely goes, I can't wait for a main event or whatever later against like Bret Hart. I go, nah, it's only Fuji, you, you just seen the Bret Hart like thing and him going, I want to wrestle for, uh, Mr. Perfect. But it's so in your head you've gone, we're, we're wrestling. <laughs> Uh, no, no, you'll be wrestling Hawkins, Wes. Um, to be honest, so I bet Yoko that. was probably wishing that he was wrestling Bret Hart on that night. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, and, um, and all, all I can imagine is Mean Gene, once that camera stops, must have ripped the piss out of Fuji for that. Going, Bret Hart, Bret Hart. It's like he did rip the piss out of him. No, uh, I, bet, I bet he fucking loves it at the same time. Yeah. Gene looks at Fuji. You could call him a fucking donut or something. Um, by the way, Andy, this is a uh, peak Yokozuna. Fair enough. This is oh. him at the at the highest point of the wrestling mountain. Cool. Uh, it's quite racist. The man's definitely not Japanese. Yeah, well, you know, he's Samoan. Uh, he's, a, he's, uh, he's from the Polynesian Islands. No, he's Samoan. Well, he's, he's built. He's built from he, the Polynesian Islands. Later, he's uh he's related to Roman Reigns. The Rock. Now you're three, being racist. Three minute warning. Now you're being racist. Well, because I know the family <laughs> tree. <laughs> no, but uh, gen- genuinely, he's billed for the Polynesian Islands. Uh, never noticed that either. Yep. See, and this is why I like you watching shit, because, you know, I'll just, I'll just watch the wrestling zone out and everything else. <laughs> you pick up on camera work and production values. And, I enjoy that shit. Um, quarterfinal three is Bam Bam Bigelow versus Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Here's a question for you that I've just thought of now. Has Hacksaw Jim Duggan ever been in shape? Yeah. Um, okay. It, it wasn't this time. No, it wasn't 93. <laughs> it wasn't 93. <laughs> wasn't 93. No. Um, try about 87, 88. Okay, cool. He was, a, he was still a stocky fella, but you know. Yeah, I know he's, I know he's always had that, uh, but, that you know, about him. He, he was a bit more in shape. Um, um, he's also the neediest man in the world, as we know. He's, he's very proud to be Hot Rod's best friend. Uh, I did see he's got um oh, oh he's got an Instagram page with Ted DiBiase. <laughs> a shared <Yeah>. Instagram page <laughs> with Ted DiBiase. I will send you the link afterwards. Fuck I won't send it to you earlier. Fuck yeah, I assume there's some good shit on there. I want to see that, I big lads wrestling. I don't have anything to say about this. Just big lads wrestling. I um, can't remember who. Oh, yeah, Bigelow wouldn't it? It's a rare time where Hacksaw loses clean. Because if you would go back and to watch a lot of uh, Jim Duggan's matches, very rarely loses clean. It's always count out, DQ, balls in the back, etc. Et I assume he hit people the team before. Not as often as you think. He got hit with the team before? Occasionally. There you go. So, okay. Sure. Yeah, I'll just run down Big Bass Wrestling and Bam Bam Bigelow one, so big one. Uh, then we go, is it, is it Terry Taylor? I know it's Taylor. Yeah. Was it Terry? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. His, his wrestling gimmick in WWF was the Red Rooster. He literally came out as a rooster with a red streak in his hair. Not unlike uh, Tanaka. Cla- claimed it ruined his career. Sure. Probably did. <laughs> no, 
Sure. <laughs> sure. Um, he is interviewing the Smoking Guns and the Steiner Brothers. I laughed throughout. It was excellent yep. silly bollocks. I would have watched those five gentlemen dick around for a good 20 minutes. And I believe it was a Coliseum home video exclusive. It looks like it. It which, was a uh, different production value. Which they, uh, I think you did did allude to it as well, which means the uh, the US audience wouldn't have got this. It would have just purely been seen in the UK. Amazing. Aren't we lucky? But we got to see a man called Dogface for fuck's sake. Uh, who hey, you leave very, Rick Steiner alone very much reminds me of the rival because he did look like Scott Dawson and um, the just, mechanic just a, just a uh, little uh, side note for you Rick Steiner's son is currently in NXT he, he's and it's not um, Cash Wheeler no no <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even sure that's the right around I think he is. I think that's always the other yeah, one. Yeah, I think I think you've actually done well now. Yes. Think. Scott Dawson, anyway. Okay. Moving on. Uh, moving on to the final quarterfinal. Yeah. That's too many finals, though. Um, Lex Luger versus Tananka. Lex Luger's a dumb motherfucker. He didn't even know <laughs> what the mirror was. He definitely walked to the back and went, nope, that's not mirrored. Let's go around to the front. Um. Yeah. If you if you want if you want good shit about Lex Luger, please go and watch the OSW story art review okay. of I'm Lex off. Luger's face turn. Because okay. you realise he's one dumb motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I wasn't sure who they were talking about. Whether it was him or, or, or Tananka. Um, played American football. I was like, oh, okay, but it was in Canada. Went, oh, um. Oh. He, they would have been talking about Luger. Because Luger got drafted by the Packers, and then obviously cut, and then went to Canada. Play, played a bit of football in Canada. Yeah. Um, yeah. And the big story in this match uh, was that Luger was um, <laughs> instructed uh, and demanded that he that he had to wear an elbow pad because of the metal screws were in his arm. Yeah. Otherwise, it would be an automatic DQ. Yeah. Um, he threw a great hissy fit there, to be fair. He did. It was also in the battle of two undefeated men in WWF. And um, the booking of this shows that they wanted to keep them undefeated as well, but not letting them get pushed any further. Um, one of the weirdest matches of of watchback. Brilliant. Yeah, it, 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 it wasn't great. Um, uh, there was a bit in it where they go, this is the WWF. Nobody gives up. You've got to pin them or knock them out. And in my head, I was going, hold up, you've got a man on the other side of the draw who is very much all about submissions. Like He, he has the sharpshooter. You'll tell me yeah. Bret Hart just shouldn't bother turning up because no one ever gives up. <laughs> Fuck it. Um, the one glaring thing out what they should have done for the live fans to get them more into it is when there was like two minutes left, for example, having a think going there's two minutes left in the match. It's a it's a blatant spot oh, for the, the wrestlers fin- to pick up the pace. The think wouldn't have known. 
the idiot, a fuck, the the fucking idiot. timekeeper next to him. Yeah, but the idiot fucked it up later on, didn't he? We'll get to that later on then. <laughs> I, I like that when obviously they, um, they went to Bam Bam and he goes, I want the India. And I went, oh Christ, they should have cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> if you're watching on Peacock, it's probably gone. Yeah, yeah. It's pixelated uh, and muted on Peacock. Strader just goes, Bam Bam, I want the India. Well, unlucky son, because you're getting neither of them. Uh, a knife edge <laughs> shop gets a Instead, two, two count. Well, why, did, why didn't he predict the draw? It was kind of like, oh, don't worry, either of them, rather than a draw. Yeah. Get into the final. Yeah. <laughs> no, no one likes a smart heel. Um, yeah, went to a 15 minute draw. Lex wanted overtime, and then they just kind of went, no, and <laughs> just walked off. Yeah, and then, and then they realized, no, nobody wants this. We've got more time to fill. Fuck that off. <laughs> Uh, next up is uh, uh, I put this down as good shit, Andrew. A face to face promo with Heart and Perfect, with Gene in the middle just staring the shit up between them. Oh mate, he was being a right little prank. I'm like fucking hell. Alright, Gene, you know shit. Because I swear, Gene at one point even went, "Who's it?" Whose dad would win in a fight? Your dad or yours? He does. He did. He did say that. And I was like, no, this is brilliant. This is just pure shit house, right? Yeah. Yeah. Your dad couldn't beat my dad. And I was like, this is amazing. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I did like me, Gene. But yeah, good shit that was. And that led us into... Um, the I final. Don't think... The final. This wasn't the semi-final. This is the yeah. final. Um, I've got this down as match and a night. This is the final. I hope 100%. Bret Hart versus Mr. Perfect. Well, wouldn't necessarily it was a Mac classic, but it was up there. Getting, you know, it's on its way. It's not as good as the um, SummerSlam 91 match, which I think they alluded to in the commentary. Sure. Um, so you might want to go check that one out if you enjoyed okay. that one. All, all I would say is Mr. Perfect's shoulders were in no way down at any point during yeah. the count. His shoulders weren't even anywhere near the map. And, 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 and Earl Hebner is counting one, two, three. So you tell me, Lee, who, who screwed Brett? Who screwed Brett, Lee? Hmm? Um, we're not the ones with the Canadian Mafia after us. All I'm saying, son. All I'm saying, mate. Crazy. Um, so I kind of felt it was too lacklustre finishes for uh, Brett. Uh, took the shine off his matches for me so far. Uh, I thought the matches were really good, and then they end on this, but I'm like, oh, well, yeah, that definitely could, wasn't three. And the uh, other one was I, just shit cow. Like, oh. I could see what they were trying to do. And also, I like the fact that he's won two different ways, essentially, without touching a sharpshooter. Sure, okay. Because yeah. I tend to like matches occasionally when I don't use a finisher to win. I think, that, I think that adds more surprise to the match. Yep. And something which isn't used today. Like, okay, you maybe get Roman Reigns now winning with a guillotine every now and then. But, you know, they should vary it up a bit more to make it more impactful. Indeed. Indeed. But yeah. Brett wins, very good match. Yeah, I've got a trend going so far, which we'll talk about at the end of the show. 
Um, oh, the trend is about to be broken. Uh, Mean Gene is then in a pre-recorded interview with Hulk Hogan and Brett's cousin Jimmy Hart. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, um, who is absolutely screaming his head off. Yeah, USA, uh, USA bollocks. And all I could think was like, it's very... nah, I've seen you lose your glasses in an oven when you're looking for your baked potato. So... <laughs> No respect um, for you. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a very Hogan esque America rah rah bullshit program. Um, what is very obvious is he's not he's not on the gas. He's a lot smaller than he was in ninety one, ninety two. Um, even his like mustache was thinner. I don't know how that works. <laughs> Even his mustache was thinner. Why to kick a man down it? Oh yes. Yeah. Um. I noticed how he didn't talk about the twenty-four inch pythons because he didn't have them. No. So he, was, he, uh, he called him something else, didn't he? Yeah. He, he called him guns something or something. Else. Yeah. Um. There's a lot of military references, I think, in there. Yes. Yes. Yeah. There was, yes. Um. So I'm just going to go straight onto the opening bit of the match. Um. As you well know, if you listen to this podcast on a regular basis, we don't like Hulk Hogan. Not in the slightest. Um, but real did, did, I, did I have this bit correct? So what I seem to take away from um, commentary was Hulk had won the title at Mania in less than 30 seconds. Yeah. Do you want a backstory to this? Nah, you should. Um, but... Hadn't defended it since. Uh, yeah, but it was only like five weeks at that point. It's still no, no, just, didn't defend belts on Raw or Superstars back then. Uh, okay. His, ne- but, his next defense would have been SummerSlam anyway. Okay, just the way that said it, like what? Uh, okay, um, and this is very much a big card match, and that made me laugh heartedly. Yeah. Um, I just presume that the King of the Ring final would be on straight after this and it'd be end of the show. And then knowing there's like a whole other card afterwards and like, oh, okay, this is fine, I guess. I don't know why they put it directly in the middle of the card. I don't know, but it worked for me. Um, like, yeah, fuck you, Hogan, you're going to lose yeah. out in a big card match. <laughs> <laughs> the one thing I, the one thing I was is Real American is still a fucking bang of a tune. It's annoying because I was humming it throughout the day after. Yeah. Like, oh, fuck's sake, it's all Hogan, man. Let me see. Um, Hogan can can still work a bit in 93. He's nowhere near as bad as 2002. Oh, I'll give him oh, that. Sure. I'll give him that. Um, better than I expected, but I wasn't expecting much. Because, you know, Yoko can't be the workhorse in this match. Because, you know, he's a 500-pound man, a legit 500 pounds. Yeah. Yeah, Stamina, he, he, he looks all those 500 pounds. <laughs> Stamina will not be in this lad's strong point. No. And it would have worked much better if, like, say, like, a Bret Hart was bumping around for him. Essentially, but no, Hogan's a cunt. Has to take the belt at WrestleMania because things, I presume. Gives a shit. But basically, he already won the tag belts at WrestleMania 9, and then to come out to help his friend Bret Hart after he got assaulted by Fuji, and then he went on to pin 
Yoko in 35 seconds to end WrestleMania. Oh, we can, in, you can you can fuck off. We're, we're, not, in, we're not we're not wasting any more breath on Hulk Hogan. No. Okay. All uh, I'm gonna laugh at is when uh, when Yokozuna had won. Yeah. A clean win in the ring. Buried him. Clean, clean one, no, two, three it, in the it ring. It wasn't it wasn't a clean win because you know the photographer got up. Mate, fire, clean fireball win. Hogan in the face. Mate, clean win, clean pin. And one, you two, know, because oh, Hogan no. can't put anyone over clean. Mate, clean, clean. He's a cunt. Ah, uh, Hulk's buried. Won't see him again. Buried. Well, um, that's true. This, you don't see him for another nine years. This will be on the front page of many a paper in the Orient. It'll be on the front page of every paper across the world. I predict that. Those are the words of Bobby the Brain Heenan. These are my words. Not a chance it'll make the front page of any paper anywhere in the world. You doubt what. I've got to enjoy his bollocks on that one. Oh, I know, but in my head it's going, yeah. oh, behave. This ain't making no newspaper anywhere, Bobby. Come on. Not a chance. Yeah, but, yeah, but bet in you 19... good money, sir. In 1993, no, no one had the resources to check this shit. So. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, so like, shut up, Bobby. Yeah, to us. Um, then Terry Taylor goes to talk to Mr. Perfect and nothing happened. Yeah, and that was another Coliseum Home Video exclusive. No, but I mean, nothing happened. Yeah, yeah nothing happened. I don't understand why that he was there. That, that, was a joy, that was a Joyanese Home Video exclusive. <laughs> he said nothing. It's so stupid. Uh, you, paid, you paid 20 quid for a video to get these exclusives, essentially. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that's the sort of shit you got. Uh, yeah. then, then Bean Gene arrives um, and he's lost his mind he's forgotten where he is he's 100% flapping it right now he, he, he's totally forgotten where he is I don't know why but he's totally lost his personalism he's all over the shop and I'm not trying to say that I am basically sure of Michael's Lee however not only do I currently own the same Intercontinental Heavyweight Championship belt that he has yeah um, he also, I'm pretty sure, doesn't know anything about cars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you are right on that point. <laughs> <laughs> because, Lee, this is diesel. It's in it's diesel like, fuel. And that's what makes a Mack truck go. And I was like, the fuck is a Mack? What is he on about? It, it's what like that? he... It's like he got confused mid-sentence and was like, fuck it, I've got, I've got a roll in this now. Yeah. Um... Another thing I need to point out, as well as the debut of Diesel, or Diesel, as they, uh, <laughs> as he pronounces it, um, he fucking buries Hulk Hogan. Fucking buries him. Good lad. Calls him old. It's some good shit. And then it probably leads to the bad blood between their match in 2006, where HPK oversells fucking everything. Um, I don't know if you've seen it or at least on the highlights. Oh, I've seen it, yeah. It's it's a work of art. It's it? glorious and fully deserved. Um, it's a terrible promo. And basically, yeah. it's also mean Gene can get some... Oh, no, no, no. He calls him a dinosaur, doesn't he? And yeah, it's all yeah. because Jurassic Park has come out. Yeah. It's 93, so Jurassic Park's out, so they're making really lame dinosaur jokes. It's so fucking bad. So bad. Um, but I loved it. I loved every yeah, part yeah. of the segment. I was going to say... three lads, but they just look like, you know what? The rain is lashing down. It's WrestleMania. We can't start because there's a thunderstorm. Please go out there and vamp. And this is what would have happened. Like, these are the three lads who've got backstage. They've gone, can you put the promo for 30 seconds to fill time? 
And they've gone, yeah, of course we can. We'll chat shit about yeah. diesel fuel and dinosaurs. <laughs> I'll say diesel doesn't say shit. It's so fucking good. Oh, Christ. Uh, then we get yet another fucking match. I'm like, how are there so many matches to this? It's insane. Uh, Smoking Guns and Steiner Brothers versus Money Incorporated and Hentrickers, literally for no reason. Yeah, um, got no notes on this one. I, I do. Um, it is an eight-man tag match that lasts yeah. like less than <laughs> ten minutes. So I don't even know if every man even gets into the ring. Uh, and Billy Gunn went to college on a rodeo scholarship. Oh, course it gimmicks a fucking cowboy. I'm just saying. Um, and come on, who are we kidding? Billy Gunn did not go to fucking college. He did. He went <laughs> on a rodeo scholarship because apparently that's a thing. Is that essentially just like going to like clown college? Uh, he's a rodeo clown. Yeah. But I don't know. I mean, you can, you can, yeah, I mean, you can ring it up with it if you want. Uh, no, I'll phone him up and go, hello, Mr. <laughs> Ass. Uh, I assume that's his real name, Billy. You know, Billy Gunsy stays in it, right? His real name is Mister Ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah uh, of course. And he's, uh, you know, my my friend thinks that you're a clown, <laughs> and that'll be it. Um, then we go back to Mean Gene. He's with Yokozuna and Fuji, which is great. He's telling me, "Well done, you've 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 won." And he's gone, "Cool." Um, that president twat. Oh, he was awesome. He, he Jack, was like, t- he, Jack Tunney, get his name right, sir. Put a bit of respect on the man. I, I, generally, I miss the name because they just said it really quick and then he went off. And then he's awkwardly standing there, eyeballing the camera. <laughs> and the camera moves over slightly. You see him just shuffle out the way. He's like, he's stiff as fuck, that lad. He should not have been on camera in any way. I can see why Vinny Mac took over and was like, no, 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 I'll be on screen because he couldn't do shit, that lad. Um, and Mr. Fuji definitely says that um, they were going to go celibate tonight. Not celebrate, Lee. They were going to go celibate. So no sex for Yokozuna <laughs> after winning the title. No no sex for Yokozuna. Nah, none of the perks that come with winning there and being a champ. He's not allowed to enjoy himself. Celibate. Christ. Uh, then Sean actually has a match as his icy title is on the line against a man who I've never seen before and know it's not Mr. Hughes. It's Mr. Crush and a Hawaiian gentleman. Um, Kona yeah. Crush is his uh, full name. Sure. I just refer to him as Crush, but you know, ah, full giving name is Kona Crush. Mr. Kona Crush, excellent. Is he the father of Kona Reeves? Uh, <laughs> yeah, because that, that's our naming's work, mate. Yeah, Kona Jr., fuck you. <laughs> fuck you, he could be Kona, you don't know, he could be Kona Crush Jr., that is how names literally work, you villain. Sad. Um, is there any better sight in wrestling than, than Sean Michaels unzipping his chaps? I'll wait. You know, I, I don't think there is. Seeing him tease those chaps off, mate, it never gets old. I'm just going to leave you on that. <laughs> um, I really like this match. Well, I, oh, I, I well, did. I did. Well, when Crush came out, I remember Crush as a child. Wasn't much of a worker. You grow up with him. So, uh, yeah, on the, on the main streets of Hawaii. Yeah. Uh, yeah, me, me and Crush, you know. Um, but, you know, he wasn't known for being a great worker. Okay. He was a power guy. 
Hence the name Crush. Sure. And, uh, but yeah, really liked it. I, I didn't understand a lot of it. Um, why, why would you waste your energy dragging a dead weight back into the ring when Diesel's already laid him out? Just, just win my car out. Just leave the prick there. Yeah. Um, oh, like, why are you dragging in a man who's, you know, <laughs> clearly heavier than you and Andrew, been knocked out Andrew, just to drag him in? Um, what do you say to me? What is a one phrase you've said to me quite a lot lately? Why are you trying to apply logic? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know. But just give me logic here. And then, oh, here's your logic. Then two crowns appear. So basically, my notes, my notes, right, were two crowns appear, Sean pushes Crush into the turnbuckle, pins him, and he immediately gets up and, uh, and chases the doinks. Like, Crush literally hits the turnbuckle, rolls over, gets pinned, isn't even asked the fact that he's lost. He immediately springs up and just chases his clowns back out of the uh, uh, out of the arena. And it, yeah. it was hilarious. Yeah, the whole double doing spot, which I love. They should do it more. They should bring so, back the doing game. It's so fucking weird. And also, you could tell he was healed because he was smoking on the way to the ring. I know, fucking cigar. Getting mad. Uh, yeah. Then we return to Gene. He's with Bam Bam Bigelow this time. Yeah, do you want to know one note just for this? Just loud. Yeah, I've written shouts and heads to the ring. Like, I don't don't even know if he said anything. I don't know if he said words. He just shouts and goes in. I presume he said he's going to win the king in the ring. Yeah. And then then made his way to the ring. Maybe, maybe. Um, So that leads us to the main event and the final king of the ring. Uh, Bam Bam Bigelow versus Bret Hart. Which is essentially Bam Bam Bigelow kicking the sh- living shit out of Bret yeah. Hart. He's just essentially selling in the injury which he uh, obtained against Mr. Perfect. Sure, kicks the shit out of him. A woman arrives, has a chair with her. I think she hits Brett with it and then leaves. There you go. That's yeah. something that happened in that match. Though. A woman arrived. There's a lot yeah. of th- a lot of things just just happened. I felt. Yeah. Uh... I don't think anyone thought Batman was going to win once it was Brett in the final. I didn't, so I was very surprised when he did win. But oh no, wait, he hasn't won, because who's there to stop the win? Oh yeah, oh yeah, Brett's old friend, Earl Hebner. So you tell me who's going to Brett, eh? It's our friend Earl Hebner, waving it off going, nah, nah, did you not see the woman arrive? I was like, well, Earl, Earl's right, there was a woman there. So, you know. The Mike no, it wasn't even Mike Chiodo, it was the other ref. Um, the other ref didn't see it. So, you know, hmm, interesting. They'll have us helping him out. So that was interesting. Uh, why are you building a conspiracy theory, which is essentially 15 years too late? I don't know. You made me watch 93 King of the Ring and that was it. Uh, I've learned about it now. To be honest, I, I'm enjoying your like little bits about it. You're almost doing it too good. So you're oh, watching some more yeah. 90s wrestling. Yeah, yeah. right. No. Uh, and then essentially, he wins with a roll-up. So it's going to be three of the most boring finishes to a, to like a tournament win I've ever seen. But I was happy Brett won. He was a deserving winner. Also, I I really like this King of the Ring format. I preferred it being like three it's matches good. in one night for one person. I think it puts someone over more. Yeah, that was good shit. And uh, also, there's still a bit more in the show to go. Oh, yes. And then, of course, 
<sighs> the other self-appointed king of WEF had to show up, little Jerry. Um, otherwise known as the Burger King. I presume that made you laugh on some level. The, the just the incredible stilted way that Brett just goes, <laughs> I'm going to call this motherfucker the Burger King. <laughs> and to make it even better is I'm going to just deadpan go Burger King, Burger and just get the crowd chanting that. I was like, Brett, you little shit. That is superb. Like, Brett's, you know, Brett's Canadian. He's, just, he's too nice for this shit. But he's a sly little bastard. Um... So drops in that Burger King thing there and he went, ah, fuck you, Jerry. Uh, and so unfortunately, I assume it means he goes into a program with Jerry the King Lawler. But I he hope does. he kicks the shit out of him. Uh, it's quite a long running feud, if I remember. Yeah, like, maybe last a year. Oh, God. I'm not watching a year of Jerry the King Lawler, though. And uh, it keeps Brett away from said title picture. Okay, cool. Uh, but overall, I've... I actually enjoyed it. I really liked Brett's matches and the Crush HBK match. But the, the rest of it was average to poor, so it's quite a mixed bag. I've oh, I, 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 I like the tournament. I wouldn't have been bothered having the other shit in between. Didn't yeah. need it. I'll give you a 2.5. Yeah, it's probably about right. Um, I, I would have had maybe like a first round match as well and just had King of the Ring for the whole night. Fuck the rest of it. Yeah. But uh, going back to modern day, apparently they're bringing in the Queen of the Ring. I did see that. Um, not sure. Hopefully it's not a SmackDown exclusive because they've not got eight women on that roster. What also worries me, Lee, is there is already somebody from the Queen City. Yeah, and it's not a championship belt, but it'll be a push. It'll and keep God, someone. God knows Charlotte needs a push. Yeah, well, you know, we say we, she's never been pushed for a while, so. Um, yeah, I, I, honestly, I, I, I don't know how I feel about it. Yeah, I don't know. On that note, Andrew, I'm pretty sure people are going to be fed up of us waffling shit now. Uh, so do you want to wrap this show up? Uh, I, I can. Do you have an idea of what we're going to speak about next week? You said you had an idea. Is this something I'm watching? Yes. Um, it's not so much watching. It's a bit of work. Oh, well, in that so, case, God, I'm not telling people I'm doing work. I'm going to wrap the show up then. So on, uh, <laughs> so on WWE.com, there is a page which shows all wrestlers. Sure. You can just say, yeah, I'll, I'll find a link and send it to you. No, I mean, I've been um, on that. So basically, what I want to do is go through the entire roster and actually build one roster. So we're essentially ranking the WWE roster of who would actually make our preferred roster for WWE. Oh, superb. So I actually get to make some cuts. Yeah. Oh, mate, get them on. So, you know. It'll take a bit of work. It's a very long page, as you can imagine. No, no, I'll knock that off. I'll go and get some motherfuckers. Uh, right, we are Champs Out Last. You can find us on all other major podcast networks. Spotify, Google, Amazon, Apple, wherever you find a podcast, you will find us there. 
We've got Champs Out Last. You can follow us on the socials, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, at Champs Out Last. Check us out on YouTube. Our content is on there also. Uh, thank you very much for listening to this episode. Hope you enjoyed it. We had good fun watching King of the Ring. Uh, join us next time where essentially, yes, we will be crushing people's dreams. <laughs> on that note, it's Andrew. Peace out.